All right, we're live. All righty. Let me take a look at my. I'm kind of centered. How remember am I the eighties? Do you remember the eighties? The eighties? Yeah, I was around, sort of. Gotta give me a second. I love the eighties because there was no worries. Like that was like the last bit of innocence of Americana you could have ever had. It's like, oh, no, no, no. It's, do I have the camera on? Do I have the camera? No. Hey, look, I heard there's some frogs or turtles over by that stream over there. Let's go over there. And we're going to go hike like the fucking goonies on our own little adventure. And now it's all fucking internet and digital. Well, well see, to me, that was the 90s because it, before smartphones is when I remember everything being great and going into the woods and just hanging out and stuff like that. You had that in the 90s? You're not that much younger than me, are you? No, but I mean, that was the the few years I was living in the U.S. in some kind of suburban oh. atmosphere. That was what we were doing. I'm talking early 90s. So, yeah, yeah, that's when it that's when it went to shit. So uh, I'm tired. I'm beat. This is really a work hour. I won't lie to you. And I do appreciate you taking uh, off the time. You are in the middle of the busy season, are you not? I am. No, that's OK. I'm exhausted, too. But this is a nice change of. Whatever the hell I'm doing these days, dude. Plus, you drank- look like shit. I won't lie, man. You look like fucking shit. It must have been a very dragging four hours today already. Uh, it has. Believe it or not, it's just past noon here, and it has been a uh, long day already. But I did drink a monster in your honor, and I made it the purple one for your Minnesota Viking. Oh, um, yeah. But- <laughs> Is there something we could do for you? I mean, you look horrible. I I'm not, I thought I had a bad day. Like, I just pissed away, like, two and a half hours looking at a car that didn't even have air conditioning. They didn't put it out. Like, you know how much I hate to waste time. Oh, from the 80s or something? Aha, aha, aha. No, uh, I got to get a car for the Southern Command because uh, the short version is – it's not worth my time to keep driving across the country. Yeah. Um, because it takes about $500 in gas with my Silverado. And let's not forget my val- very, very valuable time. It's four days lost labor going there and back. You prorate it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking like I did the math very, you know, amateurishly. Uh, in my head, and I think uh, two and a half, three trips, uh, it's worth like, yeah, just pay the cash for some piece of shit grocery getter car. So I went and looked at a car, was going to potentially drive it down there, and these cocksucking motherfucking assholes didn't say in the thing, oh, it doesn't have air conditioning, which if you're going to put a car in fucking Las Vegas... You think, oh, maybe air conditioning would be pretty important. So I wasted two hours of my time going down to this dealership uh, to look at a car that uh, didn't have air conditioning. I'm like, oh, you think maybe you should have mentioned that in the fucking internet? So I'm very upset. You seem to be very upset. Uh, <laughs> with the, everybody's very upset. So uh I'm okay. I'm, I'm glad that you could come on, and this is a respite for you. But I'm—I think I'm just about as agitated as you are right now. 
Well, let's have a good old rant session then. We even got a super chat already. Already? Already. Jesus fucking Christ. Let me alt tab to the fucking thing. So Dude, you're like uh so wow, ten bucks already. Yeah, that's why I was like, I think he's taking pity on us and you know, trying to help us. So well, thanks. He didn't even ask a question for the whiskey fun cap. Thanks, Solo. Yeah, that's, that's really great. Cool. Ten bucks. That's, that's I uh I know you don't like the red pill red man group. You're not a well, fan. I, I sometimes watch it. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Okay. I I I enjoy it. Uh maybe it's a bit repetitive or or uh monofocused, if that's a word. Um but they'll get like a hundred dollar donation. <laughs> And I'll be like, holy shit, they got you know, or uh Molyneux will get like a fifty or hundred dollar donation uh super check kind of thing. I'm excited we got a ten dollar donation. Like there wasn't any weird ass like SUB or you know, uh we get the Filipino Filipino, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a we got a real honest ten dollar American US dollar donation. The Zimbabwe dollar where where you need like twenty thousand Zimbabwe dollars to equal one dollar American. Right. right. <laughs> well last last night I was on with uh Donovan Sharp. And I know you were not a fan of that podcast. But well, I fell right. asleep during it. I'll just tell our audience, but please go on. <laughs> was it was it bad or were you like, eh, this I was, is something I can listen to fall no, asleep No, I was to. tired. I was tired because All I was right. trying right. to listen to it and I got to it kind of late and then I just passed out. So, <laughs> No, I've listened to a million podcasts where I have to re-listen to them again because I was drifting off of falling asleep. Usually they have British accents, but... Um, Molyneux. <laughs> yep, Molyneux. Yeah. Well, there's the paradox. That's the irony. Is like he's not exactly a light thinker. You know, like you really have to pay attention to every word he's saying. But he's got that British voice where you're just like, <laughs> you just yeah. Out. He's yeah. tough to listen to. Sometimes I listen to him when I go running, and it's sort of tough because it like doesn't exactly get the blood pumping. You know, it's sort of like lulling you to. Sleep. You listen to Molyneux while working out. Only in the summertime when it's nice outside. I'm like, let's see what. Hang on. You take a depressant while going to war? Why (laughs) why would you why would you listen to Molyneux while working out? Eh, Sometimes he has some insightful things about the same topics over and over again, like the state and, you know, wealth transfer. And uh, okay, all right. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. All right. You're doing a physical activity, which we could say is male. Yes, you follow me so far? Yeah. Okay. What inspires maleness and physical activity and going to war and and other such physical expenditures of energy on the male psyche? I mean, I was gonna say testosterone, but I right. I, that, yeah. That's hundred. You're right there. Yes. Okay. What what triggers testosterone? Well, I. Man, I'm too tired to be coming up with answers for this. Wow. You're that yeah. tired, eh? Yeah, dude. Yeah, just tell all right, me. All right, all right. Never okay, we'll do the handicap Chad Elkins thing. All right. You're doing a physical male activity that would normally be going to war, banging a girl. Ultimately, the point and purpose is to uh, attract a woman, have sex. Then you listen to Molyneux while you're doing that. 
Oh, I see. And Molyneux is all, I'm not saying he's uh, biased in any way. He's very accurate. He's very precise. He's 100% accurate. And most of the Molyneux uh, podcasts, we could say, is, yeah, women just don't want to reward you at all for anything. They're trying to screw you over. They're trying to take your money. They're voting for the government to fuck you over and enslave you to a rate of 50% of your labor hours. It's a very depressing message that Molyneux has. And this is not by Molyneux's fault. This is 100% accurate on the part of Molyneux. He, he's merely a reporter. He merely comes back from the front line and say, yeah, women want half your shit and they're not going to suck your dick is basically what it boils down to. And you listen to that while you're working out. Well, it's either that or tax uh, reform podcasts. So, you know, pick your poison wow. on that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm a hit at parties. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Dude, no wonder you look like shit, man. If that was my choice between enslavement to women's socialist voting, government slavery, or doing people's taxes, I guess that's why you look like. God dang it, I wish prostitution was legal in Chicago because I would buy you a whore right now because that's well, exactly I mean, what you need. Who needs Prozac when I can listen to such charming uh, podcasts such as those? Yeah. And the, and the Donovan Sharp podcast. You, you, you didn't like Donovan either. You fell asleep to it. No, that's not you guys' fault. I just worked a 12 and a half hour day on little sleep. So, Well, I'm glad we could give you a little bit of a break here. Uh from your taxes, you want to get right to the asshole because because I know you probably have a busy day. You're in the middle of busy season, right? Oh yeah, this is actually the busiest part of busy season because there's a March 15th deadline that you jokingly say you always forget. But in fact, what is the March 15th deadline, Aaron? Tell everybody who who doesn't know. Oh uh, well, the March 15th deadline is for those of you dumbass, intrepid entrepreneurs that if you set up a corporation as corp c corp or a partnership or a partnership that you have to file by march 15th not april 15th april 15th excuse me got a burp and the c corps are april 15th but you're right everything are else corps april 15th yeah yeah out of dumbass curiosity why is it why didn't why don't they just say hey everybody every entity legal corporate personal whatever individual 503c march I'm sorry, April fifteenth. Why? Why does uh, the corporations got to get in a month earlier? I well, for a couple reasons. I think it's because most of them file extensions anyway. You know, the vast majority of really, C-Corp. yeah. And the the three fifteen deadlines; those are mainly pass through entities that go straight into your ten forty. So you sort of have to get those in a little earlier. Um. But I'm not really sure why they do it. Like the, the corporations always get preferential treatment in case you haven't figured this out, including the new 21%. Well, they tax pay the rate. taxes. So fuck the individual. Fuck those people. I, I, I'm, I'm 100. I, I have the stupid idealistic notion there shouldn't be an income tax. There should be a sales tax because it would alleviate the entire American fucking population of filing a fucking income tax return. But, you know, listen, man, I'm with Norman, you. I don't yeah. care if it ruins my entire career. I am completely against all of this, which is why I work in it. You know, I'm passionate about this type of thing. So it, it very much, it's very sad and tragic because if you think uh, uh, of it on a philosophical level, um, like cops, 
you would cops are a, a necessary evil of sorts. I'm not saying cops are evil, but what if there was no crime? You know, then cops would not be needed. So as a cop, you're preventing bad. You're not producing good. And I'm not slamming on cops. I love cops for the most part, except for Minneapolis PD and Las Vegas Metro. Uh, but but the larger philosophical point is that the uh, if there was no crime, cops wouldn't have to exist. If there was no disease, doctors and surgeons wouldn't have to exist. And if there was no fucking income tax, accountants wouldn't have to exist. We wouldn't have tax season. If you just had a fucking sales tax, you, you, everybody's got to pay a tax. You got to have to pay a tax. It's which way do you want? Okay, let me let me boil it down so that even the normies, conformies, and, and inferiors can understand. The government is going to shove its dick up your ass. Do you want it with or without lubrication? And my point is that with lubrication would be a sales tax because then everybody else is collecting the tax for you. That's lubrication. Like when you buy something at Walmart, Walmart calculates it. Their uh, clerks or their accounting software system, when you slide your card, it does it for you. It's all automated. So that's the lubrication. You do not feel the government's dick up your ass as much. Or do we have to go where the government puts broken glass with super glue on its sticks, shoves it up your ass every April 15th to remind you you got to do this anal retentive bullshit when there's just a way easier way to collect the tax? And even you who make your money off of the tax, uh, uh, you know, the income tax, you are uh, pro getting rid of that. Yeah. If you could go then pursue your other accounting. I can do it. There's plenty of other stuff I can do mm -hmm. as an accountant. Um, I do want your thoughts on something. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but Elizabeth Warren is actually the one that's pushing this. Do you know what Dude, I'm about? I, I, yes, go on, please. Well, are you so she was saying that she thought that there should be more of a wealth tax rather than an income tax, meaning you tax people on everything outside of what they're earning. More oh, I'm sorry. I thought, you were, I thought you were going to talk about her wanting to break up big tech, but go, go on. No, that, I mean, I, I was curious about your thoughts about that, too. But I wanted to know first, what do you think about a wealth tax instead of an income? Tax? Well, wealth tax is horrible. Yeah, because because if you start taxing wealth, that's people's savings. That's their lifetime. That's how they save up. Uh, that's your your tax. I mean, you always tax the individual, but with a wealth tax, the goal of general human beings is I build up enough wealth so that I can retire. Now, when you start taxing wealth, uh, now you're threatening their retirement when they're old and they can't work. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Nazi. I'm pretty damn close, but I'm not a Nazi. Uh, when you tax wealth, uh, what if that individual, especially the old people, that's what I'm focusing on, uh, now you're taking away their livelihood, especially when they need it the most. So I'm very much against the wealth tax because not only about the moral qualms of old people that want to retire, but if you tax wealth like assets, property, savings, 401k, IRA. What incentive now does anyone have to, to work? Because you're essentially saying, well, you don't own your own production. You don't own your own life. We're basically going to enslave you and take away a certain percentage of all your life's work. Uh, now, okay, so what percentage of a slave am I? And when you deter 
property rights, which is essentially that what's that what that is. Uh, now you deter production. And so not only is it morally wrong to tax people's wealth because they've saved up, they've worked it up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but now when you say, well, hey, Chad, you busted your ass off uh, creating the CPA firm. Hey, Jose, who I know, uh, you busted your ass off uh, creating this. I won't mention precisely what industry is he's in, but this um, restaurant service industry. Um, all that time and effort, you busted your ass off working for that, building that up, building that wealth up, building that. Oh, yeah, we're going to take half of it. So now you really deter work, effort, labor, and genuine economic production and growth, and now you throw it into a communist state. Um, where I am okay with, to a certain extent, not 100%, we're talking 20%, uh, is an inheritance tax uh, because in one of the rare instances of economics, you're not deterring economic production. Usually these cocksucking motherfuckers do not raise their kids right. I'm thinking the Daytons. I'm thinking the Kennedys. I'm thinking the Pelosi's where you just inherit the money. Um, I have seen where inherited wealth creates not only spoiled children, but evil people who, you know, like look at Ocasio-Cortez. She's a trust fund baby inherited. I mean, white women aren't as privileged as her. Uh, then they go off and say like, well, I, we, I have a better idea because they've never had to work for a living. So I am totally for, uh, in, in, with, with very limited regards, an inheritance tax or an estate tax, uh, but uh, a wealth tax, hey, you were responsible and saved up more money and actually squirreled away your nuts. Uh, we got to punish you. Uh, if you do that, you're going to, uh, the immediate consequence will be lower production, lower work ethic and all that. So uh, I have something that will make your blood absolutely boil. Listen to what they're trying to do in Illinois. I well, shouldn't even oh, they're, say taxing, they're taxing the 401k so they can bail out the uh, lazy the government public. workers, right? Isn't that fucking horrible? Isn't that yeah, it's horrible. Thing? Gee, if only you had a friend who was an asshole who told you to get out of that state, e even with your parents living out of state, if there was some guy who was trying to get you to go and leave the communist state of Illinois. Does this guy still happen to live in the equally communist state of Minnesota? Ah, you know, I, I oh, you know, you know what? You're as funny as you are tall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're about as funny as yeah, he's yeah. Each other. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm on my way out. Don't worry, I'm on my way out. Uh, which has been a sad week for me trying to get my house built in South Dakota. But no, I've already made plans to get out, and as are you. I know we're busting each other's balls. I'm together. working on it. Yeah, you're working on it to get rid of the. I gotta meet with my accountant in person because I'm a baby boomer fucktard and I don't know any better. How do I know you're working if I can't see you? What's this email thing you speak of? Um, I don't know. I don't do that Excel stuff. I use my abacus. Um. Uh, so, hmm. Oh, we got a just very quick. We got a super chat. Um, a dollar ninety nine from Ahmed Khan. Uh huh. 
I guess this is a little bit on point. He asks, Aaron, major in civil engineering or accounting? I mean, mm. you can't go wrong with either one. So, Well, no, if you just major in accounting, you'd go, don't get your CPA. That, yeah, that's yeah, true. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so he, he's, what Ahmed has to really ask himself is, do I want to get a CPA? Which basically, by today's standards, requires what? Master's in accounting, essentially? Yeah, I mean, they upped the required hours, so you kind of right. do have to get a, a master's, yeah. Do you want to get a master's in accounting, uh, not to mention passing the tortuous CPA exam, or do you want to get civil engineering? Honestly, I'd, I'd just my uh, preference would be to go civil engineering, uh, but that's just me. I mean, it really depends on what Ahmed wants. Here, here's, the, here's the great thing about having your head out of your ass is Ahmed gets to choose what he prefers. You actually get some choice. So if Ahmed enjoys the math and the science and the physics, because accounting is basically just what rule following, right? Yeah. I mean, when you do what I do, you actually have to try to problem solve a little But Accounting's mostly just knowing the rules and doing things correctly yeah. and withstanding boredom. So I, I that, that really is what it, I, I would go with civil engineering because it's at least a little bit expansive with the intellect. Which engineering would you say is the, quote, easiest, if you know? Well, civil is, is the butt end of all the jokes. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Civil is the easiest, quote, unquote, but it's still. And, and they, they catch unfair rap, unfair rap, because you still got to go through the physics and the calculus and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it is, quote, the easiest, but it's harder than anything you and I have ever done. So yeah, I, I I'm not gonna really. I'm not gonna bust their balls at all about it. Yeah. yeah. I have a couple of uh plumbing engineering clients. They do really well, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they do. So hang on. Um, are you okay with dead air? Yeah, I can sing. Cool. All right. Well, you don't have to sing. I'm gonna go take a piss because I truly don't care about dead air. There's people that really actually care about that shit. I don't because I'm no, an I'm asshole. I'm bring up the lyrics to Girl from Ipanema. Dude, can you sing that? Are, like, are you going to sing it with your um, drunken, uh, 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 what do they call it? Stupor? <laughs> no, where you go up and sing. What is it called? Oh, karaoke. Can you can you sing the Girl from Ipanema? Oh, I've got the lyrics right here. I don't have All the right. backbeat, but I'll go ahead and give Tall it Tall and tan and young and lovely, the Girl from Ipanema goes walking. And every time she passes us, we go, ah. ah. Right. All right. But I'm going to go pee. All in front of me. Right. So we'll be you back. Tall and tan and young. We'll wait till we stop hearing that. Tall and tan and young and lovely. The girl from Ipanema goes walking. And when she passes, each one she passes goes, ah. When she walks, she's like a samba that swings so cool and sways so gentle. Then when she passes, each one she passes goes, oh. But when I watch her so sadly, how can I tell her I love her? Yes, I would give her my, yeah, I'm not, I'm done. Yeah. Um. Anyway, dead air. Any of you guys have a tax question or something? I'm actually decent at that. Somebody asked, what do you think of enrolled agents? 
I think the only thing they're able to do is work on tax returns. So, you know, they don't have much purpose besides that. Who's Stan? Oh, Stan Getz. Yeah. Hey, I didn't do a very good job because I'm so tired. How'd you do? Not very well. I sort of ran out of gas. I'm just so tired. I tried to pee as fast as I could. No. Uh, you gotta get going. You're you're kind of on a timeline because it is busy season. I don't want to monopolize your time. Uh, I I'm good till pretty much whenever you want to stop. I'm oh. in the next. I mean, do you need to get going or? No, no, dude. Um, it's gonna snow here. Uh, six to ten inches, and um, I I gotta really start cracking down on the book. But it's one of those days where it's cloudy and miserable, and I kind of want to take a nap just watch one of those old 1960s kind of world war ii movies yeah you know, great escape or uh Kelly's heroes or something like that and um i think it's my system telling me are you feeling you're getting older or no i yeah especially right now during this busy season i feel well take okay long. okay take busy season out of it but i mean now that you're you're approaching 40 i 43 really hit me in the ass where I kind of, I've done the adventuring, I've done the writing and that, you know, I've done more than the average 22 year old dipshit millennial faggot piece of shit salmon wearing, I mean, which doesn't take a lot, but uh, I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, I, when I build my place in South Dakota, it's going to be kind of this place where I just sit. Like I want to be there. I don't want to go to town. I don't want to, and I just... I lost, I'd say, almost 50% of my energy in the past year. Um, well, you won't just be sitting. You'll be out doing stuff. No, I'm sure I, I will. And then after I sit for a while, I want to go out. But that uh, that adventuresome spirit that like, ah, I got to go in. And I, a lot of it also probably has to do with the fact that I've adventured it. I've, I've, you know, I've hiked across the Badlands, both latitudinally and longitudinally. Uh, there's no real mystery or uh, mystique anymore out there about life. So I guess without that incentive, you kind of just like, well, maybe I just want to sit here and smoke cigars. Uh, but I mean, it, it, you're younger than me. I'm just kind of one. I mean, you, you burning out uh, aside from uh, uh, busy season. Honestly, it's hard to say because my years are so that my months during the year are so damn cyclical. It all just mm -hmm. kind of depends on how I'm feeling. We got a bunch of super chats. Do you want to? Oh God, no, I don't. No, I don't. Damn it, chat. I want to talk philosopher side. All right, let me ask you this. Then we'll go to the super chat. Okay. So you you've predominantly been career oriented. You've been in a Chicago metro area. Have you ha ever had any kind of desire to like? Oh, I want to hop in a car and go right across the United States like Marcus Brown did. I mean, is there any of that to you or you just kind of like, no, you're kind of happy where you are or what? Yes, but more in an international sense because mm. there's some countries I haven't seen. I've seen a lot of the world, but there's other places I want to explore and not in a pussy paradise type of way. I actually sure. want to check out some of these places. So I've never okay. been to China and I want to see it. I heard it's just polluted and horrible, actually. <laughs> I think it's one of the uh, most let-down countries ever. I want to check it out. I know it may be underwhelming, but it's, hell, one billion people, one-sixth of the world population is there. Yeah. So 
Yeah, no, there's there's definitely so I always wanted to visit the Orient, uh, Japan because it is such a completely different culture. Yeah, um, same with Japan. I'd love to see Japan. Yeah, Japan. Yeah, I, I've I've heard nothing but good things. I know they don't welcome you. You'll never be a citizen. You'll never be a welcome, which is fine by me. They have every right. Uh, but you know, Singapore and Japan and China. Uh, I want to go there and be shocked and feel like I don't fit in. I don't want to go to Cancun where I walk in. I'm like, this is essentially the 51st state of America. This is, you know, you got to go on the mainland to see what Mexico is like. You're like, oh my God, it's shitty. Okay, now let's go back to America. I know exactly where you need to go. And if you Mm. go to this place, I would want to go with you. Mm. You need Because you like mountain climbing, you need to go to Kenya and climb Mount... uh, Kilimanjaro and Mount Kilimanjaro. I've already climbed both of them, but I would go again because that's a hell of an experience. Because of the mountains or because of the culture as well? I mean, I could climb a mountain anytime, but I mean, would I like Kenya? Would I enjoy that? Absolutely, you would. Really? They're the nicest people in the world. It's probably a little more dangerous than when I was there in the 90s, but I think you ought to check out Africa. Okay. There's there's these cowboy capitalists who are going to uh, Africa. Uh, because, all right, fine, you got your corruption, whatever else, but Africa ain't got this social justice warrior feminist bullshit. I mean, no. you can actually, you you grease some palms. You could get a lot more work done in Africa. I could totally understand where it's not so uh, codified and legalized that Africa might actually be the new frontier. Uh, I mean, I was bribing police officers when I was 13 to get out of shit there. So you like three years ago, you were bribing police officers? Uh, yeah, you know, and then I learned how to shave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the super chats. Why don't you handle those? We'll get those out of the way. All righty. Ahmad, uh, still talking about engineering. I think he's responding to my question. For $1.99, he answered industrial engineering, and he said in parentheses, fake engineering. He thinks that's the easiest field of engineering. I No, industrial engineering is still legit. I, it, look, there's a, there's a big chasm or gap. Um, Okay, look, Ahmed, what what is he? Is he a lazy engineer? That doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to become a civil engineer or an industrial engineer, you're doing 92% of the work. Why not just do 100% of the work and go into like petroleum, chemical, or electrical engineering or computer engineering? That's a good question. It's it's like uh, I'm going to buy – I'm trying to figure out on a Mustang level – like the Shelby is the top of the line Mustang. And he's like, well, I want to go for the boss Mustang. And for an extra $2,000, you get the Shelby package. Why not go for the Shelby package? You're going to be putting in 92% of the effort and labor and worth into getting a civil engineering degree. Why not expend another eight to 5% and I'm get going a, to interrupt because yeah. he clarifies in the chat oh, that he's actually right. doing electrical engineering. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. Come on, don't have come on, Ahmed. Don't have facet. You're there. Go, dude. Put in your effort and labor now because you know whatever you know what happens to every engineer inevitably after 10 years in the in the field. I was gonna say they go get their MBA, but they go um, into fucking management and, yeah. and then it's like so Ahmed, just fucking do it right the first time. Don't half acid or or ninety-two percent acid. He has another super chat where he's I, I love Ahmed. Ahmed is my favorite person ever right now. Uh well we got a couple more before his his next one, but he got he does just that. He talks right. about what to do about getting the management. 
So our old buddy Nick Schulaner is Oh, back. I hate that guy. That bastard who gives us all of his money. I hate Seattle. Him so much, yeah. Seattle Nick. Um $1.99. This one's for me. He says tax software suggestions for freelancers. Um, okay, it depends how much freelancing you're doing because the program I use costs like three thousand dollars and it's top of the line. It's Whoa. called ATM. Well, hey, hey, all right, you piqued my interest. Yeah. You use a software that's three thousand you're not doing TurboTax or anything. No, you're doing no, some no, top no, of the no, line no. shit. TurboTax is shit. I used to consult really? for them. That is a shitty uh, program to use if you're a tax preparer if you're self-preparing it's fine i guess okay but, all right yeah as long as what, it's not the, what what is this saturn 5 rocket software you you use or do you not want to say no i can tell you because there's all a right. bunch of different ones like it's called right. atx it's by the walters kluwer ccm it's fabulous because when you're doing a lot of corporate returns like i'm doing it's it has the right type of setup that i need for things like fixed assets carryovers, qualified business income, you know, jibber jabber tax talk of this. It just, it sets it up. It's, it's good. It's, it's the really Jennifer good. Aniston of tax prep software is what you're saying. It's the Jenna Jameson of late nineties <laughs> porn of tax <laughs> software. I probably right, sorry, continue answering the gentleman's that, question. But yeah. Um, but to answer his question, if you're doing serious freelance where you're doing a lot of tax returns, then you want to use the program I was just talking about. Otherwise, just get TurboTax if you're doing like five or 10 of them, because you shouldn't be spending a lot of money on just a few returns. So cool. What else? Um, we got? Okay, for $2. Oh, this is a great question for you. Uh, for $2, Daniel Svoboda asks, why are millennials so smug yet so ignorant? Definitely when it comes to taxes, but I'll let you field that one. <laughs> They've had uh, money, way too much of their parents' money. Whether the parents borrowed it from the bank, got bailed out from the government, or actually earned it, it doesn't. The end recipient of the money, it's like a trophy wife. She doesn't care that her husband or boyfriend or whoever gave her the money because he earned it, he borrowed it, or he stole it. She just cares that it's spent on her. Millennials are the exact same position. They uh, never had to lift the fit. This is, this is how much effort millennials did to get their money. That's it. This is what Gen X did. That's what we got to get our money. Uh, they didn't. Uh, that's why they're so disconnected. Uh, uh, from reality and, oh, do I have to work? Do I have to do that? Are they similar to boomers in that respect? Who are their parents? We, we, could, we could say boomers to a certain extent, but the boomers will give a little bit of credit uh, because they actually did work like, you know, at the, the sock hop or the, the local sock diner. Hop. Gen X actually mowed yards or uh, shoveled driveways or worked at the McDonald's. The millennials, you know, like, and this is where I'll actually give uh, – uh, Latino immigrants, a little bit of credit, they will come in and do the job that the millennials won't. Because uh, the millennials are just, they're so fucking worthless. They are so, yes, there's some good millennials and they all listen to my channel and I know you guys and I feel bad for you because you you get a bad rep. But, but for the remaining, quite literally 90% of millennials, they don't, they're not, they don't have that connection between work and all that. So I, I, I you know, what was the guy's question again? I mean, well, he was just asking why they're so smug and, and yet they're, so they're, ignorant. They're smug and ignorant because money spoiled them rotten. They've never had to work hard, get to the hard brass tacks of reality 
uh, to support themselves. And so what are they left with aside from what they're learned in school, be it, you know, kindergarten or college. And so they're given these philosophical thoughts from equally spoiled Gen X professors. Like, you see, if you, if you believe in these socialist, wonderful, touchy-feely, idealistic things, you're smarter and better and more morally moral than other moral inferiors to you. That's where the smugness comes from. So they're huh. inferior because they've never worked. If, if you pulled out all of society from them, they die. I mean, the first people to die would be millennials in a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, but then the attitude and the smugness comes from the fact like, okay, well, you had everything bought and paid for. What do you go on to? They go on to more of an Ocasio-Cortez, like, I would just like to take care of everybody and everything and wonderfulness. It's like, yeah, well, who's going to pay for it? Those evil other people who have more money than us, but I'm so much more intelligent. Because if you look at Ocasio-Cortez or any other spoiled brat person, they never had to work for it. They didn't have to work up the money. They they literally think the money shits out of the sky. Or because you have this color skin, I'll put that up right there. Because that that right there, this creates that's a printing press. Pink. That's dumb these, they, no, not, not <laughs> pink. That's just not pink. I got some tan there, man. They think this is a printing press. They think that like this just shits out money like that. Uh so yeah, that's that's why they're so insufferable and delusional and disconnected because they've had all the money and everything handed to them in the world, whether it came from the money, uh, the government, uh, their parents, or from borrowing from the banks. It's it's just that's what it is. It's, uh, money spoils. That's that's totally what it does. Yeah. All right. Um. So this Ahmad Khan, I think this one's more for me. So I'll be quick. He asks, he goes, Chad, for $1.99, thoughts on the Foster School of Business. That is an MBA program at the University of Washington in Seattle. Uh-huh. To me, it's about on par, and it's ranked similarly to where I went to school at Notre Dame. The name itself is not really that fantastic. But if you want to have a network, if you want to live in Seattle, and if you want to have a business in Seattle, and if you want to really get settled there, it's probably your best option in terms of a network MBA school. But if you're going to go there and then want to go to like, I don't know, Miami, Los Angeles, or yeah, wherever, Miami yeah. Atlanta, then it, you're, it's just like any other MBA program. No one's going to really care. So, like Ahmed has probably never heard of the Carlson School Carlson of Management. School of Management. <laughs> I'm just angry you didn't take me by there when I visited you. I should have. What I, do you want to do? See a bunch of shitty ass brown '70s buildings? We can a bunch of low rank fucking know nothing professors. What would you want me to do? See a bunch of dupe fucking East Indian poor kids coming in because they got sold on this bullshit? What do you want? It, we it's a bullshit school. Laugh at some people, you know. It would, <laughs> it's fun. There's a piece of me where uh, I just want to go. I, I don't know. It's obviously on the internet, so I could protest it uh, analog or in real life. But just, just like when they're doing their tours and like hand out pamphlet, here's some information. The Carl's is good. Yeah. You know what? And they are, they are. And and you want to talk about who really gives a shit about minorities versus people who claim they want to help out minorities, but fuck them over. You want to talk about, talk about the Carlson school of management where they get these poor East Indians and Asian students to come over, pay twice what they do locally for in-state or uh, uh, American citizen tuition. And they give them this bullshit degree and utter worthless shit. Uh, 
Oh my God. You want to talk about the hypocrisy of big education where like, we like the minorities, but we'll fucking charge you a hundred thousand dollars for worthless MBAs. Oh, I mean, hang on, let's go there. Let's go there right now. If you go to the Carlson school of management, or I would surmise most MBA program schools, you're going to see a bunch of East Indian and Asian students in yeah, their no uh, problem when in my program there were some students that didn't even speak English that were like right they're, they're managing to pass all their courses and I got stuck in groups with some of them so it was horrible yeah they couldn't contribute yeah they okay so I'm I'm just getting pictures of buildings you know it's a good school when they show you pictures of buildings because that means it's really okay let's go to their main website. Yeah, right here. Okay, so there's a black woman. There's another black woman. There's a white woman back there. And the black woman has her African fucking robes. There's no fucking white males. Well, no, it's not, it's not that it's white males. It shows you that their marketing is spot on because they know white males are starting to get jive to the hip of like, hey, I'm not paying $100,000 for an MBA from, from fucking no-name business school. Uh, they ain't going to land me at Goldman Sachs. Um, let me take a look at academics. I'm just going to go through their site. Yeah, right here. Okay, so it's Hispanic, female, 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 female. There's one white male. I'm not joking, Chad. I'm pointing this out right now. Female, and I got an elbow that is mystery meat. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to find where you are. I'm on the Carlson. Uh, I'm on Carlson School. Dot umn.edu slash academics. Academics, okay. Okay, slash academics. Then there's a, a very a posh picture of a posh black gentleman there. He's black. You go, here's the East Indians. You go scroll down. There's an East Indian woman. There's an East Indian guy. You go down. All right, here's the two white guys, but they're compensated by two white women. Uh, another East Indian gal, black guy in the back, and there's a white guy in the back, and then, I don't know, maybe Asian, bald-headed guy. Here's another one, a white woman, uh, Asian gal. I understand that uh, the universities in general are going to be targeting minorities because that's that's the excitement. That's where it is. Um, but in terms of who their target market is, you you they are totally targeting foreign students to fork over twice the tuition to give them a shitty degree. And mm. I, just like African-American studies, uh, you want to talk about a true betrayal and Uncle Tom, African-American studies departments should be completely ashamed of, themse uh, of themselves because all they do is they indebt black students for a worthless degree that ain't going to get them nowhere. Taught by predominantly black, uh, black professors, who charge $300 an hour for a degree that is not going to help you. That is the epitome of Uncle Tom or Oreo or betrayal or whatever else you want to call it. If you really want to help out blacks, East Indian, anyone who's not white or white people include, you want to help out anybody, you say, oh, well, dude, this is a worthless fucking degree. You don't go to the Carlson School of Management. You don't major in liberal arts. We're engineering. We're accounting. We're STEM. We're trades. And that's that's what I hate about the Carlson School of Management is, is it's just or just the universities in general is they totally fuck over minorities while lying and saying they're trying to help them. 
Well, just real quick, it, where I went to undergrad, this is the other side of this, where I went mm -hmm. to undergrad, African-American studies, you know, majors like that, that was where all the football players, basketball players, and a lot of the other athletes, they were majoring in that because it was sort of a... It was easy. I, I guess. I never took it. No, no, you don't have to guess. Hey, <laughs> okay, here, Chad, would you like a degree? Would you like a doctorate in... Um, we call it Anglo-American studies or white studies. Uh, I guess I could get it. Here, look at that. Look at that right there. See, but there you uh, go. There you go. Now that's that's the bachelor's program. It's like that's a raspberry sword. Now that's the ma there. that's intersectionality. That's the master's program. Now uh, over here, that's the doctoral program. Now you have your doctorate in white studies. Uh, There's no value to your fucking skin. There, there period. End of discussion. So. All right. Well, we got a couple more here. Actually, we have a lot more. <laughs> I'll take the super chats. That's fine. We'll take the monies. So this is from Dean Nip. He has some back-to-back -back ones, $1.99 a piece. Let's go through them all in once, and we'll, then we'll go back and get the others. Yeah. Okay. Well, he says, woohoo, finally caught the captain and Chad live. That's pretty nice, there huh? There we go. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, and then he says, and I want you to take this very seriously. All right. He says, low energy, Cappy, get your T-level checked. I have uh, low testosterone, not super low, uh, but it's lower. Yeah, no, and I, I've looked into it. Um, but do you know what testosterone replacement therapy costs? So, so a good friend of mine who you know does this, and uh, I, he kind of gave me an idea about what it costs. It's $300 a month. Oh, he told me it was more than that. But <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, you know what? Like diet and exercise. You know, that's uh, uh, yeah. I uh, no, I'm not paying three hundred dollars a month. Uh, what I what men should demand is like when women, do, you know, demand free abortions and free tampons. We should demand free testosterone replacement therapy. Quote free. Uh, but yeah, I I just uh, I don't. I'm also getting older, and I'm kind of okay with it. I'm okay, not like chasing after every hot chick that's around and just being satisfied with the girl I got. It's kind of a nice equilibrium. So maybe when I'm older, I'll look into it, uh, but I'm not going to pay 300. That's almost a mortgage in my world, $300 a, a, a month. Well, you don't have a mortgage anymore. No, but if I want to buy this place in South Dakota, they all of a sudden they're like, oh, construction, because I want a unique looking house, not a big house, but a unique looking one. And since it, isn't this prefabbed home that all the developers do? They manufacture off the assembly line. My costs basically double uh, because I want a unique looking house. Uh, so uh, I have other things to do with my money and I am very much against drugs. Uh, so I would rather work out and diet and all that. But yeah, the, the time may come that I'm just too damn old that I might have to get it. But I'm sorry, do I seem low energy right now? No, I think he's just, I, not to me, but I mean, I also am very low energy myself because uh, all I do is work now. But well, you're in you're in busy season, yeah. I've, I'm a, see you in summer. I'm sure you're doing a little bit better. Summer, I just look like I'm completely relaxed. But anyway, <laughs> um, what's next? Okay, five dollars. Uh, he's pretty anonymous because it just says Gmail account. Um, Hi, Aaron. Croatian Australian. I can get Croatian citizenship by blood. Will book holiday before moving. Any advice wanting to move to Croatia? I'm not really sure how you could 
answer this one. I, I've never been to Croatia. I mean, go there. Yeah, get look, get your citizenship. If you get double citizenship, that's a no-brainer. Go do it. Go to Croatia. Do whatever you want. Check it out. Uh, Croatia is also kind of, I wouldn't say it's Central Europe, but it's it's there. You're in Europe. And then go explore the fuck out of Europe. Uh, but yeah, if you can get double citizenship, absolutely do it. It gives you a solid plan B. And then um, maybe, you know, go visit some family while you're there. You know, look up your lineage uh, and then establish some roots. So that if the shit goes to crap in Australia and the Aborigines just say, well, we enslave you white people now because you took it from us. And I've based on what I've seen of Australians, they're pussies and they would. <laughs> they're like Canada. They're the southern Canada. They just can't wait to just let other people take them over. Uh, yeah, you might want to go to Croatia where people actually have a little bit of self-respect. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So our uh, good buddy Ahmad Khan wants to get Ahmad's a- back. We are a pro Ahmad. Yes. So back to engineering. Um, for $4.99, he says, civil engineering at a top 25 school or computer slash electrical engineering at an unranked cheap school that is accredited also how to network well he said he was doing electrical engineering dude, so dude electrical engineering fuck rank fuck there's it doesn't matter where you go to school it matters what you major in as long as it's accredited agreed absolutely yeah, go go because chad went to a relative isn't notre dame relatively prestigious it's got a good name, but it's—I don't no. think it's a great uh, MBA program. No. Well, no, they're no, they're they're not. It's nothing different. Uh, the Carlson School of Management's bullshit. The Washington School of Foster, whatever Foster Fox is. Uh, Outside of the top seven, which I'll bet you could name, you know. Yeah, like, Harvard, whatever. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you're, it's a dime a dozen, and then it yeah. becomes about your network. You know how you can use those opportunities. And and I would not even put value on network uh, because networking has been obsoleted by the internet and LinkedIn. Uh, so I wouldn't worry about that. But yeah, man, go to where it's cheapest, easiest. You get more time to study. You get some good sleep. Uh, as long as it's accredited and it's in a good field, which Ahmed is in, it's uh, electrical and computer engineering. Uh, absolutely. Fuck, fuck rank, man. Fuck rank. And pick a good location. South Bend, Indiana is just like the pit of hell, especially in the winter. So no, 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 no. Minnesota is the pit of hell. West yeah, Bend, Indiana. Lake, I didn't know what lake effect snow was until I moved to fucking South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> fucking Atham knows what mountain snow is now. That's great. And I haven't seen Atham in the chat. I'm a little hurt. Aren't you? <laughs> Dude, he's got to sleep sometime. Oh, he's asleep. That's right. Yeah. He's got to sleep. That poor guy. Oh, my God. How many fucking messages do we get from him? And then he wants to, like, get on a chat. And then when we do it, he goes to sleep. Shame I, on you, Athens. Let, let the poor man be. Let him get some sleep. He's he's that guy. He's he's going to run out, though. He, I think he's 35 or 36. Um, Once he hits 40, he can't keep that rate up. That's why yeah. he, that that guy better get his goddamn engineering degree and knock it off with this uh, window cleaning, plowing bullshit. I mean, that's a young man's game. Nothing wrong with doing some honest labor, but he's and he's in great shape for his age. But he is approaching forty, and soon it's like, yeah, okay, Atham, fucking get a degree already and get a goddamn job. It's not worth it. We got to make sure he sees this part of the. Uh... He will. I'm 51 minutes into it. So. Dude, he, he works nonstop and downloads the podcast. And we're his favorite, too. We do have to have him on one of these days, though. But Yeah, it'd be fun. 
He'll be on. All right. What else we got? What else? Uh, we got my man, Darkman Jeff, a former asshole consultant client who I've mm. stayed in touch oh, with. Oh, yeah, yeah. You helped him out. Yeah. Uh, for $1.99, he says management is a waste of time as a degree. And I completely agree because 100%. it's you don't learn anything by being a manager until you actually literally have to manage somebody. So why would you study it? Oh. <laughs> it's the leadership thing. People think, oh, I'm going to take a leadership seminar. And I basically could cure all the world's problems where if you were to offer a leadership seminar or take people who've ever attended a leadership seminar, if you killed them all, (laughs) all the problems would go away because they think it can be taught. It's like the guys, it's like the guys who think that getting women, it can be taught. Like it's this codified formula, like physics. Well, I do X, Y, and Z and then women suck my dick. Um, It's, it's kind of like that where it's like, if I could just kill all of you, I got to tell you about, dude, check out my MBA program. And I don't care if they happen to listen to this. So in the in my program, we had concentrations. There was marketing. There was finance. A few of us did a little accounting study. They even had a consulting one. But all the, the one where all the losers went to, all the ones where you knew they weren't going to mount anything, what do you think they went into? Leadership and HR. It was called management and leading. All the people <laughs> that couldn't do either one. <laughs> We're in this. And even today, I, I go back, I look at what some of them are doing. Losers, like the yeah. lot of them. Losers. I'm a, I'm a big idea guy. I don't want to work hard. I'll let you guys figure that out. I'm just, I just want everybody else to suck my dick. Yeah. No, the I, biggest I, paper tigers. Like they just had nothing to offer and they concentrated in that. So, oh, <laughs> uh, you know where leadership is taught? Where is leadership taught? The battlefield getting shot at. So even I don't yeah, the have leadership. <laughs> yeah, the army. That's what, And not not the army, not West Point. When you're getting fucking shot at and your buddy gets his head blown off and there's some splatter on your face. That's what, because the leader, I, I won't mention his name, but you know him. Uh, the guy, like if the world went to hell and blah, blah, blah. And, and they're like, okay, who's going to lead? You'd be tempted to say Aaron would choose himself. And if I had to be a lone wolf, I totally would. But if there's a leader I had to choose, it'd be this guy. And you know what? He doesn't have a degree in leadership. He doesn't have a fucking seminar. This guy was shot at, saw people die. I'm like, yeah, that's the guy I want because he's a fucking leader. He knows how to do resource management, lightning speed in an emergency. Mm. These limptic motherfuckers with their MBAs go fucking suck a needle-sized dick. That's what I got to say. Agreed, and I have an MBA. So anyway. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had a needle-sized dick, but I wasn't going to question. I wasn't gonna... I'll, I'll check some sources on that. I'll uh, check. I'll, I'm just joking. All right. What else um, we got? For a dollar, is that euro? One dollar euro from Peter Pan. He has no message. He just says he gave us a dollar. And that's he- awesome. I love those donations. That's great. Yeah. And that's really, I was it. thinking it was going to be a short thing and then the people would not donate. And now we got all these donations and super chats. Well, it's been a while. So people are happy to see us. It has. Yeah. I've been driving across the country and you've been busy with busy season. So this isn't a super chat, but uh, Vanessa Olson says, please marry me. And uh, she's probably talking to both of us. Well, she could send some nude pics or some lingerie clad pics and we'll, we'll judge from there. We accept those. Well, Um, that's another, there's another Matt Forney who maybe we give a little bit more guff than he deserves. He did make a very interesting point. 
eh, five years ago where, you know, you have all these Russian bots and all these hot chicks, quote unquote, and like, oh my God, I want to be your friend. And, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. Are you actually real? And what he what he said is, all right, send me a picture of you like in lingerie or nude or something with a sign that says, I love you, Chad Elkins. And he would actually get women to, you know, send in a, I love you, Matt Forney or Matt Forney or whatever. So you knew they were legit. Wow. So if this, so it's like, hey, way to score free picks. But then also, uh, if this gal is legit, yeah, okay, Vanessa, why don't you send Chad a, a picture of you in a lingerie she outfit? She was talking to you. I just checked. So it wasn't me. She loves you, Kathy. She loves me. All right. All right, Vanessa, <laughs> why don't you. Watch somebody get a big black cock dick pic. I'm gonna say, is your name Van or Vanessa? Uh, right. So Ahmad Ahmed Khan is back again. Um, I get, keep giving us the money, Ahmed. We'll help you out. Four dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow, he's really wanting our. He do, yeah, Ahmed, you don't have to like blow a shit ton of money, man. I mean, we'll we'll take it, but you know, we're we're happy to help you out for just a little token advice. Well, he said, looking at the top twenty five school grads they all get jobs at 14 uh, sorry fortune 100 companies the ones oh. from this unranked school get jobs at companies with tiny rep okay that you can't believe everything you see with that about people getting jobs at these top companies because mba programs will fudge that shit like you wouldn't believe oh yeah yeah so be a little bit careful with that i remember our career services was just shameless with that how much they would try to, you know, stack the deck. And and here's here's the other thing, uh, not just for Ahmed, but for any man. Now, women too, if you're truly meritocratic. But I can understand if women want to play the affirmative action card because it would it would pay. It would absolutely pay because the Fortune 500, the Fortune 100, especially, cannot ejaculate and masturbate themselves enough on the affirmative action, social justice warrior, corporate social responsibility bullshit. But if Ahmed is going into engineering and a serious discipline like electrical or computer engineering, I think he's pursuing, uh, and he's asking these questions at a young age, he is pursuing a path of excellence. And my prediction is, I could be wrong. I'm certainly wrong in regards because the Fortune 500 or Fortune 100 has all the infrastructure and network and all that uh, to provide a very stable environment. But what I am seeing happening in corporate America uh, is a politicization, a bureaucratization, which had already been there. But now we're turning up to 11 where what's your gender? What's your race? Oh, my God. Can you virtue signal enough for us? We have to have social diversity, sexual harassment, training, and all that other crap. The question to Ahmad I want to ask is with that brain of yours, do you want to deal with this petty fucking bullshit? Because I was on a podcast last night. It hasn't been uploaded yet with DT. He's a civil engineer, and he works at an engineering firm. You know what half his time is spent dicking around? He said he's in a Fortune 500. Do you know what half his time is dicking around with? What's that? Administrative stuff? Corporate social... No, worse. Administrative would have made sense. Corporate social diversity. Uh, what was... Oh, they went through some fucking bullshit train. None of it has to do with engineering. And my prediction is that because the establishment and bureaucracy Fortune 500 is becoming so corrupted and politicized with it, it is going to become 
Uh, do you remember the the Kiretsus of uh, Japan? Uh, I'm not sure. No? Okay. Uh, so, uh, Ahmed, look up this stuff. There's Chables, C-H-A-E-B-O-L-S of South Korea. And then there's the Kiretsus, K-I-E, uh, Kiret. How are it spelled phonetically? Um, what ended up happening is the largest companies within Japan, Mitsubishi, Toyota, Honda, uh, Nippon Steel, they became so large and so corrupted uh, because of their scale that they became dysfunctional and ended up needing bailouts by the government, even during good economic times. The same thing on a smaller scale happened to South Korea. Their chables, where you had these large industrial combines that had, uh, well, we know them, Daewoo, Samsung, uh, LG. You think you only know them because of cell phones, but they own finance divisions, car divisions, all this other shit, uh, total vertical and horizontal uh, integration chains. And they were so large, they become lethargic, lazy, and no competition. And you would say, well, I can't wait to work for Daewoo or Mitsubishi or uh, Kia or whatever else. But because so many people were flooding the market because they were so large, they're no longer meritocratic, let alone efficient. And it was a nightmare to work for these fuckers. I mean, imagine work, I guess, the American equivalent be working for a Wells Fargo or working for a Procter & Gamble. They became, but, but on a larger scale, they're so large. They're so high on their hogs, so resting on their laurels that if you have the work ethic to go and become an electrical engineer, computer engineer, they're not going to be able to operate your capacity. Now, on top of all that bureaucratic bullshit that already exists on the sedimentary level, you throw on the political bullshit that Gen X managers are now just infecting these institutions with in terms of social justice warriorism, politics, what's the color of your skin, what's the, the plumbing you got downstairs. Anyone who is a hard worker or looks for meritocracy is not going to thrive in that environment. And I predict a similar fate to the Chables and the Karetsus as modern American Fortune 500 companies where they become stagnant, there's no dynamism, there's no future, there's no hope, and there is absolutely no room for excellence. It is all about conformity and compliance as my buddy, half his time is spent with not engineering shit. Ideally, on the other end of the spectrum is me and Chad and all these other guys where it's self-employment. That's the ideal world. And I understand you just can't decide to do that. There's a time you're going to have to Dang spend working for other people. Right. But I would not fall prey to this propagandist bullshit that you need to go to a tier one school and you need to do this and you need to work for a Fortune 100. You do not want to work for a Fortune 100. You want to work for like the uh, the medium-sized company. I don't want to say upstart because upstarts, there's so many fakes and frauds in there. Don't, at, at minimum, let's put it this way, Ahmed. Do not commit yourself and say, I must work for a Fortune 500 company. Totally be open to working for a medium to small yet established and reputable company because Fortune 500 is almost a guarantee. Come on, how much, Ahmed? You're a minority, I'm going to assume, in the United States. Uh, 
do you want to sit in a fucking lecture about sexual harassment and diversity and all that other fucking bullshit? I, I, do you want to waste your time or do you want to actually be uh, figuring out circuits or doing whatever it is uh, electrical and computer science uh, engineering students do? Uh, you're, you're investing so much time into a high-end grade uh, degree, I would not waste it on the common conformist bureaucratic shit. I would be looking more like the edgy, even startup type of companies to avail yourself of your intellect. That's that's frankly what I would be doing. So do not like, oh my God, the recruitment office said that we would get into a fortune one. Fuck the fortune. You could when I when I hear Fortune 100 company, I hear woman who's fat, entitled, and has herpes. That's basically what I hear. And I would not want to work for any of them at all. And let me jump in for anybody thinking about accounting. Same thing that you just said. You don't have to go to a big four. It's all the same shit. You don't mm. have to automatically do that. So no. listen, man, we got a 10 cheap cinema. First gave us $10 and then he gave us $5. So I'll read right. it back to back. All uh, right, let's do it. His first one is cheap cinema. My friend of 20 years turned into a cuck. With debt, etc. There's nothing with, there. With he, with debt, did he say? Like, saying like he has debt. He turned into okay. a cuck. My wife and I are debt free, no kids, just feeling lonely out here. Thanks, Cappy, and his name is Brent. So that was a ten dollar donation, and then he followed it up with with a five dollar donation that says. Low energy could stem from uninteresting people. What's your thoughts? I wonder. <laughs> yes, it's, re it's, it's related. Yeah, dude, get you better love your wife, man. You and your wife is all you got because that's why I'm figuring out. Like, you'll be able to hang out and find other people. But um, yeah, your twenties are over when everybody was free and single and had the energy. And there's like I don't know two or three killers that just destroy people's lives. One is you get old. It hasn't happened to me yet. Although when I was 43, 43 was a year that I've lost a lot of energy. Um, but you're going to get old. You're going to lose energy. So will all your friends. And even if you're high, I mean, most of my friends lost their energy at like 29, 30. Uh, the other thing is family. <clears throat> Whether it's a good family or not, they are going to find a family. And we all have the story of our buddy who hung out with us. And then once some girl started sucking his dick, <coughs> Matt, <coughs> and then he doesn't hang out with us anymore. And then she dumps his ass. Hey guys, what's going on? But once you find a girl or a spouse in the case of women, and certainly when you have kids, you're not going to see these people again. Um, so if it's just you and your wife and you don't have kids and you're high energy, I don't have a solution for you. It fucking sucks. Even my friends who don't have kids, they have money. They're relatively young and in shape. There's some about them where they resign themselves to a defeatism or the sadness. I, I don't know if people don't realize they're finite. I wish everybody would listen to the song by William Shatner called You're Gonna Die. There is this giving up that happens at about in your mid to late thirties where some people just, I mean, seriously, they might as well put a bullet in their head. Well, I I'm in my mid to late thirties. I don't think I've experienced that yet. At least I well, hope not. one person. And, and I know deep down inside, you do want to go out. You just, 
but your time and effort and energy is expended on your career and your business right now. So as much guff as I give you, you have a pointed and obvious reason and cause for not being as terribly social as you'd like to be. But inevitably, the point in time is going to come where you'll be like, shit, I want to go out. What I'm talking is people that have no excuse. I know people who make half a million a year. They have no debt. <clears throat> Their kids are out of the house or they have no kids. And then when you say, you give them a very simple choice, Chad, you give them, a, they can afford it. They have the energy for it. They have no other opportunity costs. Would you like to get dinner with us? No, we're kind of tired. It, it's a sad, defeatist disease. I don't know what else you'd call it, but it's this default state of human psychology or the human condition where after 35, it seems you just give the fuck up and you no longer care, want to go out and explore life. And so the client, the guy who posed the super chats, I wish I had an answer for him. I'm going to assume he's in his 30s. But yeah, you and your wife better really start loving each other. Uh, and you could go to meetup groups and you could go hang out and you can work out, but you really start loving each other because you're basically all each other's got. And so both her and you uh, better stay the fucking shape, uh, really try to be the best person you can possibly be for one another because you cannot rely on other people. Um, it's not like you be dependent. I mean, uh, rely and dependent, kind of the same word, but you can't rely on other people for your social life. You can't rely on other people for intellectual stimulation. Um, you have to depend on your spouse if you have one. Uh, but it just just lower the fuck out of your expectations because I, there, there is no answer. And, and it's a, a sad testament to your average American who would rather just watch fucking Game of Thrones uh, or Captain Marvel, if they even get out of the goddamn house. So it's, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I wish I had something more hopeful to say, but that's the empirical world that I live in now. And I'm just reporting it to you today. Okay. Well, um, Peter Pan again for a Euro, one Euro. He actually has a message this time. I'm not he says, just completed HDIP in data analytics in Ireland. Do you guys know any websites to find remote jobs? I don't. No, indeed.com, but that's an American site. I, I, I have no idea. I don't know what HDIP is. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Thanks HDIP. for the buck, by the way, which is roughly a euro. A dollar twenty-five, whatever. I, I Wait, is a euro at a dollar twenty-five already? Or maybe the dollar is more. No, hang on. I know the, the Canadian dollar, we've been kicking Canada's ass. I paid Davis. He made a fortune because of the exchange rate. Uh, Euro to dollar. We should get Irene and Beckloff on here. Uh, one euro. Oh, euro is a little bit more powerful than the dollar. You get a dollar 12 United States dollars for every euro. So, so he's, he's given us a dollar twelve for he each. He gave each. us a dollar twelve. Yeah, no, that that was very nice. Some guy gave me fucking a hundred rubles, and we looked it up, and it was like a dollar twelve. Hey, God, dollar. I like yeah, the I mean, Filipino one where we didn't even know what it was. That was kind of funny. Dollar um, to rubles. Hang on, what was it? Yeah, sixty-six point three four Russian rubles per dollar. <laughs> oh well, that's you know dollar and. A dollar thirty-one or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what we um, got. Right? Our guy Jeff, Darkman Jeff, 
asks for five dollars. Five dollars. Question for Chad. While I'm working on my required 150 credits to take the CPA exam, is it wise to obtain a certificate in a specialized area such as tax? My answer is it depends. Okay. If you're doing everything part time and you could and you could find a way to get your EA, that enrolled agent certificate, you can probably get paid more and find a job doing seasonal tax prep work. But you have to be careful because a lot of people just stop at the EA and it keeps them from completing their CPA because they think that's all they need to do because they're getting paid. And I think that's a mistake. I think if you're trying to be a full fledged accountant, you can't just be an EA. You got to get that CPA. So you have any thoughts or? No, I have none. I like it when you do work for me and I get paid. This is a wonderful situation and a setup we have here. This is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Uh, (laughs) uh, So this isn't a super chat, but Mike Nelson asked, Chad, what is the suicide rate for CPAs? (laughs) Well, my answer to that is I don't know, but I can guarantee, guarantee it's higher than the average occupational suicide rates. Can we look this up? Maybe we can. I, no, we can't because there's no such thing as Google. Suicide rate of CPAs. It's <laughs> got to be up there. Dentists, doctors, and other healthcare professionals had an 80% lower suicide rate than farmers, fishermen, and lumberjacks. What? Jobs that, yeah, I, I, I find that interesting. <clears throat> All right, this is an article general. Let's find where accountants are. Of okay. course, they got to write and load it. All right. Lawyer. God damn it. Up there. Uh, farm workers, police, artists, computer, transportation, corporate, accountants, and other business financial operations, 14. Is that uh, high or low? That's, uh, this is the top 20. Yeah. So accountants are uh, number 14. You're in between scientists and lab technicians and nursing and medical assistants. You commit suicide rates at higher rates than clergy and social workers, real estate agents, building and grown. And you commit suicide rates higher than cooks and food service workers and teachers. Yeah, I would have thought they would have been higher too. Teachers? No, they don't have any fucking conscience or intelligent thought. Um, well, I, I guess I'm not going to say I'm disappointed, but I really thought we would be higher than some of the ones you mentioned that are higher than us. But I thought authors were super high and that would give me credence. And it turns out we're like totally low risk. Like we just don't. Who's number one out of curiosity? Uh, I already closed it out. I I don't don't worry about them. Um, For $5, Rainy Woex says, I'm a CS major and have no time to date. I'll be 22 when I graduate. Is it possible to get married by 25? I'm female. Should I get married earlier? This seems like your area. It's my area, but one, you're your standard woman. I will graduate it here, and then I will do this, and then I will do this. And at 32.3578 months, year of age, I will find a husband. I will get married, and then I will have a child at 34.78235 years of bitch. You're going to get married when you get married. Okay. If you would like to have children, the number one thing to do is what? What would be the number one thing to do, Chad? If you want to have children, well, you have to get married. If a woman wants to have children and get married, what's the number one thing she should do? In my opinion, she ought to look very good and be nice. Be sexy, be hot, and be nice. Yeah. Not take anything that comes your way, of course. You obviously want to 
judge and screen for a quality man. But if you would like to get married and have children, and babe, I am very happy and proud you're getting a computer science degree. You have no idea how I'm like, that is awesome. That is super awesome. Um, <clears throat> but I'm when I hear computer science majoring female, I am not picturing a good looking woman. So, uh, and I'm sure plenty of men are throwing themselves at you that are in the computer science class and they're probably nerdy and geeky. You have no sexual interest in them. Your number two job, in addition to your education right now, your number two job is to get yourself into the fucking gym, make yourself look sexy. And I'm not saying dress in a pink skirt and look super girly, but dress feminine, shall we say. Look like a girl. Don't wear your fucking sweatpants or your pink sweatshirt. Uh, not that she is. I'm just speculating right now. She's, in other words, she's done all the hard work. She's gone into computer science, right? Well, Rainy Woe X, if you're still here, let's have you, no. you're in the chat. Please give us an honest assessment of your looks. Just put it in the chat. Right. Say, that that can, would help. Can she send a picture in the chat or no? I don't think they let you send pictures in these things. All right, no. hang on. I'm going to go pee again. Have I her email me. No, we can't do it that way. Um, hang on. I'm going to go pee anyway because I drink a lot of Diet Coke before I did this. Uh, okay. We're going to have her email me at capped capitalism, not captain, capped, abbreviation, capped capitalism at yahoo.com. Have her email me a picture. We'll go from there because that will assess it immediately, all right? Okay. Um, all right. Take a break. Get yourself a cocktail or something, right? All right. All right. Well, I'm actually going to stay here. Uh, do any of you guys, before Clary gets back, just real quick, any questions I'll answer in the chat or something? Preferably about tax or accounting or... Okay. Oh, uh, so... For when you get back, Clary, Rainy Woe X says she will send you a picture. Um, okay. I'm looking for questions. I'm not good with dead air because I know you don't want me to sing. Okay. Riot Lion HD just inherited $56,000 at 17. Any advice? Uh, don't piss it away. Like, that's a great uh, nest egg to either start a business or follow something that, when I say pursue your dreams, I, I mean something realistic. Like, you know, have something that people want. Tax. Is it a good idea to set up an LLC having a service small business from Ninja Master? I'm going to say if you're serious about this business, then yes. If it's just like a little side hobby, then it's probably not worth it. Hang on, give me a second. Yeah, okay. Uh, Troy Sadler, would you rather spend $1,500 on your HSA for a $130 return or pay IRS $300? It kind of depends if you're going to use the HSA. People ask me that question, and it can be meant as a tax vehicle, but you ought to actually use it, you know, especially if it's through your employer. Um, okay. How much can you ride off on a furnace? If you are renting, if you're a renter and you bought it for a property, you can depreciate it against any rental income you earn. But if it's just for your house, you can't depreciate, you can't write it off. That just adds to the basis of your home. So you can't do anything with that. Fielding other questions? 
Yeah, just real quick, like awesome. one while you were gone. We got another super chat from Dean Nitt. Well, did we uh, – uh, did what's – well, you know what? Let me pull up my uh, email address and see if she sent me a picture She said she would send you one in the chat. She okay. Said, oh, in the chat? Can we get one in the chat? Oh, no, she was just – in the chat, she said she would email you one. All right. Let's see what we're working with here. Okay. And uh, a quick – Chad, do you like reading books on philosophy? I don't really like reading that much, unfortunately. I should really get more into it, but I do like listening to podcasts about philosophy. Um. Should leases count as debt in valuation? Uh, not really, because that's really more of short-term debt. And if it's going to be paid off in a year, as a lease typically is, uh, you don't really include that much in a, in a calculation. Even long-term leases, you don't consider well, that? Long-term leases, you could, like for commercial property, when right. it's like five to 10. I thought he just meant you know short-term, like apartment lease. Not to put our uh, listening audience to sleep, but I always found that an interesting <clears throat> accounting financial philosophical question is like, let's say you got a 10-year lease. Do you consider that as debt or do you consider that as an amortized expense? No, that's that's a debt. If you're trying to value a company like you might right. buy it, it's a liability that you have to take on. Right, you signed in it, so it's a ten-year obligation. So effectively, yeah. is debt. Yeah, long-term liability. Yeah. Um, how many How many women's panties are wet now that you and I discussed that uh, uh, nuance between a lease and an expense and a debt? I think it's our low-energy looks that are getting us uh, <laughs> soggy panties, rather than our tax. <laughs> Do you know how lucky women would be if they met us? I'm surprised you're not married. I mean, seriously, not not to get so esoteric right now, but the fact you're not married with a woman that's bowing down at your fucking feet right now with the money you make, the profession you got, the intelligence you have, and the skills and the location. I mean, it's it's a testament and a scathing criticism upon society that you don't have like at least five women bringing you pies every fucking day in in order to woo you and convince you that you should commit to them. Well, you give me too much credit. Thank you. No, I don't. No, Um, really, really. Yes, you could be taller. Yes, I guess you could make a million dollars a year. Yes, you could be almost as good looking as me. But exactly what (laughs) more does a woman want than you? I mean, please, what is it? What, what, What more can a gal want? Um... I, I got to say, I guess a car with no air conditioning in it, because I don't have a car. You got your driver's license? I do. That's still active. Oh, okay. All right. That's, that's... Um, okay. Just very quick. This one's bothering me. Chad, are you Jewish? Your nose looks big. No, I am not Jewish, but thank you for pointing that out about my nose. I really you can pull that. it off. Um, okay. For $10. $10. Bring them in, baby. Bring in the monies. This one's for me. James Mag says, tax question. I plan on working overseas in the next few years. If I understand things correctly, the IRS can tax income earned worldwide. Any way to minimize this expense? Yes. You are allowed to exclude about $101,000 up to of your income as long as you live overseas 11 out of 12 months out of the year. So you have to make sure you're staying there. If you're splitting your time, you're going to get screwed. You can't exclude it. So make sure that you go overseas and stay overseas. That's how you do it. Some people you know, Clary, have taken advantage of this. I do? Yeah. 
you know, don't, don't mention their names. No, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying to think who podcasts, podcasters that live overseas, you know, people in your sphere. I don't think I know anyone individually. Oh, wait, maybe I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So wait, what you're saying, I thought the United States taxed you on global income didn't give a shits, but if you're overseas, but they give you that one exception. If you're there, you still have to do an American, you still have to fill out a U.S. tax return, but you fill out form 2555 and say, I exclude up to 101,000 because I've been in Bulgaria for the right. So, Okay, let's say old Claremeister, whose income is generated globally, I decide, hey, I want to check out Dubai for 11 months in two days. I could go to Dubai, make $101,000, yeah. and file my, and I don't have to pay income taxes on that federal? Uh, it's excluded. No shit. Yeah. And it gets better. Let me tell you this even if you don't, it, you know, say you're there only six months. Yeah. Any taxes that you pay to the foreign country that you're in for that income, you get a big ass credit in the U.S. on your tax return for that on Form One 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 Six. So, to like, avoid double taxation or something. Yeah, because the U.S. I mean, it's really annoying how they do tax you on your worldwide income, but they're not going to double tax you on it. Right. Right. So, I've got a few clients who do this. They consult overseas. God. Yeah. God darn it! Maybe I should. Huh. Can you hear all the girls just moaning right now? Chad, I want you. That was so sexy. <laughs> you know, if they were smart, if they're equal to men, they would. Ah. But, you know, they want the guy who deals drugs. Being an accountant never got me laid once. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else you got for Super Chats? We haven't even gotten to asshole consulting. I think I'm just going to do asshole consulting later on my own. Yeah, I might have to go in 15 mm-hmm. minutes or so. Uh, but anyway, right. no, we still have more Super Chats, though. That's- Let's go through them. Let, let's bang them out. So we'll. I guess it's just a Super Chat day, and we'll. Um, I can do my asshole consulting later. So for Ahmad Khan, again, for $4.99, uh, this is probably for you. How to optimize your income with respect to time. Example, instead of earning $100,000 working 100-hour weeks, how to make $40,000 working 15 hours a week? Uh, Entrepreneurship. Yeah, but you have to start out working a ton in order to get into that. Yeah, uh, it, it's... it's um, I, Every young individual, I think, should... Because you don't have the expertise, the background, the wisdom, the experience to go and set yourself up a, an entrepreneurial gig. Um, and that just takes time and a keen eye and a constant observation and paying attention to, is there an opportunity that I could capitalize on? Uh, but in the meantime, for Ahmed, especially the investment he's putting into getting a degree, uh, he should avail himself of the infrastructure or whatever else we want to call it of the economy where there are established institutions, corporate or government or whatever, that would hire him uh, and and pay him. So um, I, I think engineers face a real interesting uh, quandary or question uh, because you're going to make really damn good money and you don't have to set up an LLC. You know, you usually can be employed wherever you want with such an in-demand degree. That's the reason you go into entre- uh, I'm sorry, uh, engineering. You may never have to be burdened by the issue of becoming self-employed. 
But if you want to start making like, hey, I'd like to make $50,000 a year working 10 hours a week. Yeah, it's not so much the, the wage that matters. It's the lack of hours that matters. There's very few employers that are going to pay you to work for them for 10 hours a week, unless you do contracting type of work. So you're almost condemned or forced to go into self-employment. But you're not going to be able to go into self-employment until you work in the industry. Uh, you expand a little bit. You expand your horizons. You experiment and trial and error and different things and dabble. Uh, where you'll say, oh, my gosh, I got this great uh, computer engineering or electrical engineering thing that no one else has thought of. Then maybe you could go down that route. But for the foreseeable future, Ahmed, you're going to have to – don't fuck around, man. Just, just, Just go work. Make your damn money. Nothing wrong with being a highly paid engineer. Uh, and if an idea comes along that really makes things very efficient, cool. Go the entrepreneurial route. But, um, you know, avail yourself, benefit yourself, enjoy yourself. The fact you majored in a hard subject and have some corporation pay you a lot of fucking money and just go save some money. That's, uh, and also, I even though I hate corporate America, there is some benefits of being somebody's bitch and learning how everybody else has to live their life, like working for, I mean, Chad, you had to work for employers, right? I mean, you so, didn't like it, but didn't it teach you some valuable lessons how the rest of the world works so you understand? Yeah, you have to appreciate it more. It makes you work harder as an entrepreneur at the bare minimum just to avoid some of the shit you have to deal with with the government or corporate America. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you even you even went to the extent of working seasonally for another employer. If I recall correctly, tell me if I'm wrong. You even went to the extent of working for somebody else, so you appreciated the fact you didn't have to. Correct? Right. 2016 was the last time I did that. Like I wanted to make more money, and I also really wanted to stay hungry for this whole do having my own business thing. And yeah, all it took was. Uh, uh, an internship, meaning temp work, filling in for somebody on maternity leave to remind me I never want to do that again. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Okay. I got it. All right. Now you just brought up another question. So here you are. You worked for the IRS. You got about 12, 13, 15 years experience. I mean, you got to include my time with public accounting, but yeah, I'd say right. like 12 or 13. Okay. MBA, CPA, and you subbed out for uh, for a mom? It was an accounting job, so... Um, I, I know, but was it really low-ranked, or was this a high-ranked woman no, that no, ended up getting pregnant? Your accounting job. Like, it wasn't... It's it's still corporate accounting work, but it wasn't, like, okay. accounts payable or anything. Like, you actually had to do some work. It didn't make it any good, but... <laughs> but, I, no, I, I, I really appreciate that story about you, because it's like, you did that to remind yourself. I haven't gotten that desperate yet uh but it it does remind you like it could always be worse aaron uh, this this whole thing is about to get a little bit more interesting because oh. rainy woex says she emailed you i need you to please do the right thing and forward that to me to be fair because oh, here's rainy woex all right yeah uh, please send it to me i i uh i've been a subscriber for five years now sorry about the critical comments i may have left. no she leave any critical comments even if she did we love critical comments that's how you advance it i enjoy your videos overall all right let's take a look at her she's all right i think she's uh east indian or something uh she's good looking enough 
Well, shoot it on over. Well, she's not dressed in like a French maid outfit. She's just know, dressed normally. I need All right, hang on. Let me forward it to you. Jesus Christ. Right, I need to, you know, I, there weren't a lot of women in computer science when I was in. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Okay. Fact, there were uh, here, here's the deal with her. I want to be honest with Rainey. Um, she is, this is exactly what I see when I hear female computer science graduate. Now, uh, are you on, uh, did you check your email? Yeah. Take a look. Yeah. All right, now, let's see what if your observation is the same as mine. What can we say about it? We already stated she looks like your average computer science uh, graduate female, right? Yeah. Okay, now, where do we go from here? I mean, I'll if you don't mind, I'll start. Please uh, do, please do. And I mean this in a very nice way, and I hope you take it that way. Yeah. If you, you know fixed yourself up a little bit and, you know, I'll bet, I'll bet you would clean up really nice just by looking at this picture. You nailed it on the head. This yeah. is, it's great raw material. I hate to sound so degrading or objectifying, but she's not ugly. No, not at this all. This is exactly what I see with a computer science or STEM major. She just woke up out of bed. She threw on a shirt. She didn't do up her face and she walked in. Now I know every, Nerd and geek has probably hit on her because she's one of 40 students in the class that happens to be female. Uh, but she has this natural beauty about her. She's not overweight. And that's all a woman really needs. So if she simply like gusts herself up a little bit, and again, you don't want to wear like, you know, pink skirt or whatever like that. Eyebrows, totally got to get shaved. I'm going to be a complete <laughs> fucking dick right now. Eyebrow, no, well, not totally shaved. You got to trim those fucking eyebrows down. Um, but otherwise, aside from that minor complaint, uh, if she wanted to, she could, you know, just put on a little makeup or something like that. The, the key thing is the body. The key thing is the body. She's got the body. Um, so she's we, got nice long know, hair. She's upper half, but yeah, like it, it seems okay. What's that? Well, I was just saying we can only see like the upper half. Like we can't see. We could tell from her neck and her face. She's not overweight. She's perfectly in yeah. shape. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's, she's, uh, but this is, this is, um, I had a buddy who never wore makeup. Um, <clears throat> and it kind of, it was kind of sad. Uh, I'm trying to abbreviate the story and not give the person away. And I'm like, dude, do you wear makeup? And the girl said, no. I said, well, why the hell not? And she said 100% seriously, because I'm afraid I'd look uglier. And it kind of like made you like, oh, like feel bad, even though you weren't really bad. And you had to kind of tell the girl, look, you're pretty. But if you don't start feminizing the fuck up, okay, the opportunity to be feminine is going to be gone by the time you're 45. All right. So, and I even paid for her to get like a, uh, a, uh, what is it? A do over or a makeover manicure or manic. No, no manicures on the hand. I'm learning stuff dating girls. Oh, now. Makeover. Yeah. Makeover. A makeover. Yeah. And so this girl could totally do with a makeover, but I'm not going to lie. Those fucking eyebrows have got to go. They got to be trimmed the fuck down. All right. I'm being a hundred percent honest, but everything else is good. I mean, this is yeah. great raw material. She's in shape. 
Uh, the hugest thing is that she is a real woman with a real degree, um, and she's very smart. And those are long-term assets and qualities that very few women have. So, I mean, in other words, the hard work is done. This is merely aesthetics. Uh, so, I mean, she could – let me ask you this. Could you see her, like, hotting herself up and turn your head like you're downtown Chicago and she walked by in heels and a nice skirt? Yes. And was all – yeah. I mean, she yeah. got the long hair. She got the body. Um, she got a nice face. Uh, yeah, absolutely, dude. So, Rainy, uh, maybe it's not your realm. Maybe it's not the current group of people you run into. But – you have got a, <laughs> you have a lot of potential. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, physically, uh, you just got to you know, trim the eyebrows down, put on some makeup because she ain't got no makeup here and she's got some nice natural beauty. You got the body, obviously. Um, my main worry would be if she did like uh, guss herself up a bit, she'd throw herself into an environment that was all of a sudden there's a ton of guys hitting on her. She wouldn't know what to do. And she'll take the standard Dubro douche boy instead of a quality guy uh, right off the bat. But yeah, I mean, she's, she's, uh, yeah, no, this, this is, this is fine. This is uh, fine. Yeah. No, there you go. Two uh, short, skinny guys who are in finance agree. Yeah. We're just the pick of the crowd, aren't we? We are. Dude, we are. We are. I, I have one. Hurt. You got to have faith. Come on. We make decent money. We have our houses paid off. Uh, well, you do. <laughs> you don't even have a house to pay off. So exactly. yeah, I got no debt. Yeah, no, I, I'm supremely confident. I'll pit myself against most other men. Most other men. Yeah. So. Dan oh. Bilzerian? No. But then you give me Dan Bilzerian's dad's money? And maybe I give him run for his money. I don't know. what. Well, I'm also no Atham either, but I'm working on it. Well, uh, we can't all be Atham. So for another five euros, so we'll do the calculation. That's six dollars. That's six dollars. I Bo says, I work in IT. My salary now is above average. With every employer, I was slash am the hardest worker. Should I start a company or work as a freelancer? Uh, yes. Do you know more about IT than I. It's it's not about IT. It's about excellence. It's look. <clears throat> Companies don't exist unless they extract more value from you than what they pay you, okay? Which is fine, which is good. It's like the insurance. Everyone's like, I don't have insurance. How dare these insurance companies charge this much? It's like, well, if they didn't charge that much, then they wouldn't exist because they wouldn't have profit, and then no investors would conglomerate to form. It's a risk reduction service is what they're offering in terms of insurance. And employees are kind of the same way. It's like they're going to pay you a certain amount, but they can't pay you more than you're worth because if they did, then they would lose money. They'd have no investors and the company wouldn't exist in the first place. So for, and this is why uh, a lot of people say not everybody can be entrepreneurs, but for the people that listen to my show, I say, yes, you can, because I'd like to think that my listeners are a little bit smarter and more entrepreneurial than average. Uh, so for his case, if he always is pursuing excellence and he's always, you know, he's the best employee, but he doesn't get the promotion, then easily by far, they are underpaying you 
the compared to the value you are delivering to the company. So you have two choices. You can demand a higher pay, which you're still answering to some fucking baby boomer cunt. And I do mean if you're male or female, because all baby boomers are cunts. <laughs> or you go and work for yourself. I always advocate working for yourself, but it, I admit that takes a certain type of uh, personality and responsibility. But if you're not uh, courageous enough to do that, well, then you got another option, which is, okay, start applying for other jobs. So you have another offer that offers you more. Then you could go back and negotiate against your boss and say, hey, I got an offer over here. Are you going to match that or not? Uh, but you th that's your only other option. You ask for a pay raise, raw. Ask for a pay raise with another job offer, which is the better position. Or you start making moves today, even if it's small or part-time, to make money on the side, which I advocate uh, two of the three. Two I don't advocate. Approach, or is it three-pronged? Two-prong, two but when his, in his case, it's like I, I would not. The third prong was you bluff, basically, and say, give me a raise because I'm worth more. And then the, if he says, no, you're fired. Well, then you're up shit crick. So I would not advocate that. You keep working at your job as you currently are. But you go and you start applying. You get yourself a recruiter uh, to start hunting jobs that are your dream job for you. Um, so then all of a sudden you have a job offer. Then it's the two-prong approach where it's like, hey, boss, give me a raise or I'm going with this other person. Fuck you. We don't like you that much anyway. Okay, fine. You go with the other person. But everybody should always be running a side gig. Absolutely. Everybody. Everybody. In my right. listening audience, the normies, conformies, and inferiors, no, go fucking work McDonald's or whatever it is you're going to do. But um, for my listeners, yeah, you guys are going to have to run a side gig. I'm terribly sorry. It's, it, it sucks to be superior. Yeah. I don't envy people who are in this position. I, I had to do it for a while. I had to do taxes on weekends and after work. And you Unlike now? Yeah, but at least I didn't have a full-time job. That's what I'm no. saying. Like I, I would have my crappy job and then do some tax returns. And it's like, fuck, I don't want to do all this. Mm. So... Are we clear with the super chats then? Do we answer I, them all? Yeah, I think we are. Somebody's asking oh. if we answer questions in the chat. And I my answer is you got to give us. Hey, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not to be a dick. I would love to answer all the questions in all the world. But you got to pay the super chats because otherwise we don't have time. That's Because you're busy season. And me, frankly, I just want to go play some fucking video games. Or watch and you have no furniture, it looks like. So, <laughs> Dude, I'm so ready to get out of here. So ready to get out. I, uh, I, I uh, was this close to having my future house, you know, dream house built. And then I found out how much it cost. I'm like, yeah, no way. Not going to do it. So uh, thankfully, I'm not in that much of a rush to get out of here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I got other things I can do. Yeah, definitely. So if you want to, and, and I'm not joking for whatever, you know, the five to 10, $20 people pay, uh, the advice we give them will save them thousands of dollars. So I have no guilt whatsoever taking a $25 super chat. There's no, no guilt whatsoever. Yeah. Same here, especially right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, we'll let you get back to work. I know you're very busy. Thank you for coming on the show, Chad. We didn't answer any asshole consulting. Very last, sorry, one last super chat as we're going for two thousand dollars super chat. The den of tools says you still owe me an accountant reference. I don't know if you know this person, but what two dollar what he says you. I think he's talking to you. You still owe me an accountant reference from the den of tools. I have no idea who that is. I don't even know what that means. I mean, yeah. a, well, is it? Aren't you a good enough accountant reference? I I guess I. I I think so, but I'm also not taking anybody right now. So. <laughs> Have them email me. Email me and uh, send them an email. Send me an email. Give me the details. It probably jogged my memory because it's not coming familiar right now. So, all right. Well, thank you, Chad. I'll send you a, a check in the mail. Yeah, I know you like your shekels with that big Jewish nose you got. Even though oh, I do no. have a nasally nose, don't I? I got a real small nose. You can't see mine now. No, I can't. Um. You know who who pointed out had a real nasally nose? Who? Uh, R.J. Jones, the guy who does uh, a lot of my book covers. Oh, yeah? Because when he drew the character of me, uh, it it had this really nasally nose. I'm like, come on, my nose ain't that small. And then I actually looked at myself in a mirror at my nose. I'm like, okay, yeah, my nose is pretty that small. But then your nose, I guess... I guess it's kind of big-ish. I'd rather have a mine than a big nose. Yeah. It, somebody it in looks- the chat somebody in the chat puts Clary with the echo things around. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means though. I know what it means though. I guess you got a bigger nose, but I wouldn't say, oh yeah, look at the schnoz on that Jew. I, I just oh, are yeah. you even slightly Jewish in your uh, lineage or no? So my sister did one of those 23 and me things that I refuse to do because I don't want the government to have my right. DNA. Right. And she said it came up something like 20% Jewish or something, but there's nobody. But, is it, but, but okay. It can't come up 20% Jewish. You could come up say Polish, Russian, uh, or is or middle Eastern. Cause Jew is a religion. I'm just telling you, I'm telling you what she told me. Like, I have no idea. It's my full blooded sister. So I should yeah. theoretically be the same, whatever, but I'm not going to take one of those tests ever. <laughs> no, no, I, I no. I'm all right. So you were what you were, uh, you were a third, what central European, maybe it was mostly European. Yeah. Well, Zero. yeah, obviously it's mostly European. Yes. But are you, what type were you Nordic? Were you Spaniard? Were you Eastern? Germanic. 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 Yeah. Okay. I'm a wasp. I'm very much a wasp. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, we can't hang out no more because of my quarter Jewish blood. That's weird. I got the fucking, look at that thing going on right there. What the fuck? Well, I guess, you know what? You know what it is? It's because what? I'm 60% Scandinavian. I almost guarantee you what that fucking schnoz is. is because I'm fucking 60% pussy Scandinavian. But then my brown eyes and my fucking otherwise good looking looks come from the 18% Spaniard. And then the only reason there's the quarter Jew is because of religion and some fucking rule. That has nothing to do with genetics or lineage or anything like that. Well, I'm envious of you that you don't wear glasses. I hate that shit. So, dude, I ended up <clears throat> hanging out with Denver Ben. I found he's practically blind without his glasses, and I'm really starting to appreciate my vision uh, because he was telling me about all this stuff until he got glasses, and then he also saw the world in a completely different light. Uh, I'm very thankful for good vision because I still have 2020 vision. At the old fart age of 43. Um, Is it fucking raining outside? What the fuck? I don't know. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on for a second. 
hate winter. We were supposed to be getting snow by now. Cause look at it. All right. It's two o'clock right now. All right. So it's two. We're supposed to already have like a shit ton of snow. And uh, we're supposed to get six to 10 inches over here in the Twin Cities. And it was already supposed to be snowing now. So their forecasts were wrong. Whatever's happened, we're not even getting rain right now. So we're not getting nothing. This is great. I'm very excited. Yeah, it all probably floated by here. Oh, I know. You know, you could follow your folks lead and just like move out of Illinois and go to a southwestern state. Well, they were never here. They actually moved from a state with no income tax to a state that has income tax. So why? why? I don't know. I get on him about this. I'm like, why the hell did you do that? Didn't but, your old man give you a reason? Uh, or do they? I mean, I'm not. I'll, it's not to incriminate your parents of making so much money, but they have enough money at that age. They just don't care. This is something I would have to tell you offline. I oh. can't say, but I, I will give you an answer. Oh, right, another well, freaking super chat. God damn, all my money. Fuck this cursed life. Shut up and take our money. Um, I know. This is another one in euros, so this is, is good. He's Five euros. Europeans. He asks, could also try to negotiate with my boss to work for three months in the winter from Thailand instead of more money or become freelancer. Opinion? It's uh, worth a shot. I, I Yeah, dude, ask and thou shall receive. If you can go and get that, like, hey, three months a year, I'm out of here during winter, you can go work in Thailand? That doesn't cost you anything you ask your boss for that. Yeah, is there any harm in asking though? Like, would that make him look bad? It, it's see, this is the problem with baby boomers. I'm so like scorned um, because if you ask them that that like in the olden days, okay, let, let's rephrase this. Logically, morally, you could go up to a guy, "Hey, can I fuck your wife?" And the guy would say, "No, you can't," but you'd still be friends after that. Apparently, with the baby boomers, you go up there, hey, can I fuck your wife? No, you can't. And I hate your fucking guts. Okay. It's not that moral equivalent. If you're negotiating a compensation or a fringe benefits in a job, you should, in theory, be able to go to your boss, say, hey, can I work from home? And your boss would say, no, but there'd be no harm, no foul. But with the baby boomers, because they ensconced it so much that if you dare to ask for more and you didn't get it, you want to go back down to normal, you'd get fired or it was like, okay, well, then obviously you're not part of the team. So he's got to assess his boss on that level. But I think he could, I think today, thank God, Gen X is now your middle or senior management. He should be able to run that pass. Like, is there any chance I could work? You know, if you if you play it right or you present it right, is there any chance I could like telecommute from Thailand? Even the absurdity of that, which only sounds absurd to dipshit moronic baby boomers. Is there any chance I could telecommute from Thailand and do this during wintertime so I don't have to be here? They'd find it laughable and wouldn't necessarily take it, but you'd be like, No, I'm terribly serious. Can I is there any reason I can't work from Thailand during winter? And they'd be like, oh, I never thought about that way because I'm an MBA-laden fuck from the Carlson School of Management or Notre Dame. I mean, isn't IT one of those where you don't really have to be there? I don't Dude, know banking it. and finance. Dude, for 20 years, we haven't had to be here. It's only because of these baby boomer fucks we've had to be here. 
How do I know you're working if I can't see you? That's the only reason we're here. There should have been a revolution 15 years ago where people could just go. There shouldn't be downtown office buildings. Every major skyscraper should have been turned into lodging and high-end condos uh, because that's all they're going to be worth in the future. Deadly serious. Because why would I fucking commute downtown because uh, they're office buildings, so it's IT, it's data, it's not a, a manufacturing facility. There's no reason me for to fucking be there. So every downtown office building should be converted into condos within yours and my lifetime, easy, if not 10 fucking years ago. But this is the baby boy we're talking a cultural psychological issue. So to the client's question, he should be able to fly that idea past his boss and say, hey, can I go work in Thailand? Uh, you know, and telecommute for three months out of the year. Yeah. I mean, if you're able to do it, you might as well ask. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not going to cost you anything to ask. And if they don't, it's just, I, one thing I do like about the millennials is they are the true generation giving the baby boomers the finger. Like, well, I don't want to do it. Fuck you. I don't have to. And they're like, what, 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 are you, what are you, how are you going to work? And it's like, well, you, voted in to pay for all our, our shit and you let us live at home. So fuck you. So I like that happening. Well, it's uh, their parents essentially. See you and right, I, the baby Gen boomer parents, right? Yeah, exactly. We're Gen Xers, so we're just, I mean, we're in between these two terrible groups. We're, we're truly the people that step back and let the two assholes destroy each other. Um, even though the baby boomers did raise us, we're kind of like the older brother sibling. That's just like, yeah, to let you guys kill each other and be all right. We'll laugh maniacally in between. Uh, but if any millennials or Gen Zers really want to pay attention and glean some wisdom off of uh, Gen X, yeah, it, it, it doesn't hurt you to ask and say, hey, I'd like to work remotely. And I think the trend is becoming increasingly so, and you're going to find favorable reception to this or at least an open-mindedness uh, open to it. Is Gen Z, or I'm sorry, Gen X middle managers or senior managers are going to be like, yeah, I don't see why you need to be here. Yeah, go work uh, remotely from home. I remember the internet. I remember taking eight hours to download one porn pic. Yeah, you could work from home. You can go <laughs> do that. So um, it's just this remnant. It's like this remnant cancer that's in remission and you got to deal with it. And that's called the baby boomers. So, you know, just you know, throw it up against the wall, see if it sticks. Mm. Well, All right, any other super chats? Are we free to go? I think that's it, man. I think, yeah, we're good. Good. All right. I'm going to hang up, but don't hang up yourself so we can talk about whatever is that juicy details about your parents was. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. All right. Anyway, thanks for checking in, guys. Uh, check out Chad Elkins at elkinscpa.com. Check out yep. my books. Uh, my books include Bachelor Pad Economics which is a mandatory read for every young man and woman. Curse of the High IQ. That's for all my listeners because you have a higher than average IQ. The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, which means or would imply at least that you are black, you're in poverty, and you would like to get out of it. Uh, Poor Richard's Retirement. That would include uh, you know those of you who would like to retire, period. It's too late for the baby boomers. They're, it's, they're, they're, they're the foregone generation. They're the... Uh, appendage that will be uh, removed. Uh, the gangrene appendage of America is what the baby boomers are called. Uh, but if you'd like to have an adequate retirement, 
go pick up poor Richard's retirement. <sighs> what else am I missing? Well, I got a couple of my dad and I, we got a couple of books on. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That. Plug those. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Elkins comprehensive tax guide, 2019. And then there's another shorter book that's focused strictly on the uh, tax reform laws. If you want to check out those. Hmm. So, um, and there's other crap and stuff, but you guys can all go find that, uh, on, uh, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Oh, and if you would like to help out, uh, without costing any money, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's donation buttons if you want, but at the bottom is a Amazon affiliate link. Do all your Amazon shopping through Cappy's online Amazon affiliate program. All you got to do is go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner. Every time you do some online shopping, I get a 6 to 7% commission and cut for all your online purchases, and you do not pay anything extra. You don't have to sign up or anything. That's all you got to do is click on the link. Bada boom, bada bing. There you go. And that's it. So, uh, yeah, if you Aaron, do me that got, We got another super Fuck! chat. Fuck! God but damn it. I, have to, I need to tell you something really funny before we get to it, okay? <laughs> okay. We have had the same dude, I assume it's a dude, in the chat trying to, like, so hard to get us to answer his question. Like, he's posted the same question, like, 20 times, and people in the chat are saying, you have to give a super chat in order for them to answer it. And he's like... Oh, I, I doesn't take PayPal or I don't have any money. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't believe that at all. Unless he's in a third world country, which I'll understand. But uh I have found that uh for the most part it's lazy people who don't want to fucking pay, or they can't figure out like, oh, I have to click here to make it a credit card payment. It's amazing <laughs> how everybody else figures this shit out and ends up making a payment. And and nobody else can. It's like, you're the one that's wrong. Okay? And no, we don't work for fucking free. Because we are highly busy and engaged men. And by the way, I don't know about you, Chad. I'd like to have some fun occasionally. Maybe play a video game, go watch a movie, or get a blowjob from my girlfriend. It's not always the podcast internet show with Aaron Clary 24-7. Yeah, I'd like to watch a sports ball game. You got to watch your sports ball. Have you watched a sports ball game since we had our chat? No, I've been too busy working. Really. Good, good. Are you are you okay? You're surviving without Yeah, sport yeah. Ball? No, no, it's fine. Okay, You're right. good. I'm, I'm glad a, you... It's more of a social activity. Good. I'm glad you got over that then. So, um, Well, let me at least get to the super chat. All right, um, let's get to the $1.99, Ahmed Khan says, how can engineers get into management? MBA? Uh, isn't that something you just sort of progress to it? You progress to it. Yeah. So he's going to have to work his five to 10 years. I, I honestly, I got a client, one of the asshole consulting things is he was an engineer and then they kind of forced the promotion, uh, promotioned him into management and he fucking hates it. Cause now you got to deal with the bullshit. I mean, dude, Ahmed, have you ever read Dilbert? Go read Dilbert. You don't Adam, make, yeah. yeah, you don't want to make that jump. Like if I was ever to be an engineer, I would be like, nope, nope, you're not making me management. There's no way. And if you're going to make management, you're not only going to pay for my MBA. I'm being deadly serious. This is not a this is not a bluff. This is just self-respect. You want me to make it into management? Okay, well, then you're paying for my MBA. Now you're paying for my MBA. You are paying me for my time in class and for studying, and it's going to be double time because I have to sacrifice that for my family and my youth and my <laughs> wife and everything else. So go fuck yourself. No, stay the engine. This is like the promotion, like you're the 
senior master sergeant and they want to make you a lieutenant. Fuck no. I don't want to get into royalty. There's so much more response. No, I don't want to deal with that. I want to just command my my men and yell at them and scream at them and do what I want to do. No, Ahmed, you don't want to. Maybe you do, but it's not going to happen for five to ten years. And ha, you know, hit us up again and give us another thousand dollars in super chats, and we'll tell you whether or not you want to make that jump to to management or not. Hey, we got another super chat. You remember what I was telling you about that guy that keeps. You know, asking us a question. Did he we'll... actually? Did he actually send us a super chat money? No. Try K for two dollars. The guy who keeps trying to get us to answer his question is Riot Lion. So Try K gave us two dollars to say Riot Lion has a small PP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Are we done with super chats? We're done. Well, that's it. We got all right. no more. No yeah. more. All right. Well, thank you for everybody tuning into the not as asshole consulting live hour. Me and Chad are going to talk off uh, screen about whatever the hell it was. Uh, please do check out Chad sites. Please do go buy my books. A lot of your questions will be answered by those books. Check out the Clary podcast. Check out the Older Brother podcast. You can Google search those. They're on the same RSS feed. And, um, yeah, that's about it. So thanks for coming on, Chad. Oh, absolutely. It was fun. All right. You want to take us out properly? Toodles. <laughs>